Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2000 meter time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there and welcome to another workout for you to row along to. Now I'm wearing the right t-shirt today. Embrace the discomfort because what we're going to do is 20 times one minute at max power with one minute rest in between. Sounds tough, doesn't it? <laughs> now how we're going to do it is we're going to start off at 24 strokes a minute, then up to 26, 28, 30 and 32. So you're going to do four sets of each. And what this is going to do is it's going to get you used to putting in the power as you're down at the 24s and then as you get higher through the rate hopefully what you're going to get used to is putting in that power as the rate increases because ultimately what you want to do if you want to row fast is to be able to put in the power and to put in a high rate you can either go fast by adding power you can go fast by adding high stroke rate and if you combine the two that's how you go super fast so if you're looking to row fast on the short distances like a one minute a 500 a 1k even a 2k then it helps to get used to rowing by putting in a lot of power at that high rate and then learning what your body is capable of all right and that's what today's pace is going to be out. It's about making sure you put in that full power from your legs, but then you also have to make sure you're not just doing a fly and die where you're completely gubbed and unable to continue through those 20 intervals because you've put too much in. And it really is a fine balance. Like we found out last week on the 1K plan when I did a similar row, I actually had a little bit more in me than I was actually giving. I was able to do the last interval a lot faster than any of the previous ones because I guess I was holding back a little bit. So this is where you're pacing is going to start to kind of work into your head and you get used to how you're going to pace these 500s or 1Ks or 2Ks. All right, so we're going to do a five-minute warm-up before today's workout. Of course, if you want to do a longer warm-up, please do. I want to make sure that your body is ready for an intense workout today. However, five minutes is going to be okay, I hope. So before we can even get there, we have to set up our machine. And on a Concept 2, that means going to Drag Factor first and setting it where you want it to be. If you know how to set your Drag Factor but don't really know where to set it to, then I recommend round about 130. If you know absolutely nothing about it, just set your lever between 4 and 5, okay? Too low isn't the issue, too high is the issue, all right? And if you're in a non-concept two, I just want you to get the, the weight, resistance, whatever your setting is, that you feel like you get a nice connection to the stroke, but you don't have to heave against it to get it going, all right? Next up, if you're able to, please set your monitor to eye height so you don't have to look up and you're not looking down, both of which can collapse or err your posture. And finally, if you're able to set the foot stretcher height on your machine, hang on, Holly's been using this, so they're quite tight today. Um, uh, then please set them so that you're able to come to the front of the machine with your shins pointing vertically, okay? If you're set too high, then you might not be able to quite get there. If you're set too low, you might go scooting past and that causes power leaks and stuff. Quite surprised if Holly was using this, why she's still set so low. Oh, maybe she's growing more than I think she is. <laughs> right, so five minute warm up, we're gonna start at 20 strokes a minute, just putting in enough of a push as though you're standing up from your feet so you can work on connecting to the handle and then we'll gradually increase the pace as we go through the five minutes, which will hopefully get you ready for our main session. All right, here we go then, in three, two, one, and we're off. So remember, this is a warm up. It's not a hit the ground running full speed up. 
So I want you just to think about moving your body first. Put in a little bit of a push that you know you're putting in some effort, only like three, four out of 10. And you can think about that connection between your feet pushing into the machine and the handle connecting to whatever makes your machine go, go. Because if you can get that push at the same time you connect, that's how you efficiently and effectively get that leg drive into the machine. If you push with your legs before your legs connect, you get that odd lurch thing that happens and you totally miss your leg drive. <laughs> and if you pull too soon, then not only are you using your arms way too soon and wasting the power you could get from your arms, that also means it's a lot harder to efficiently get that leg power into the machine. So forwards tilt, straight arms, a good posture, and push those legs into the machine, keeping arms straight and that forwards tilt. And as you increase that leg push, you should find your machine accelerates. The sound should get louder as you push more power into the machine. So take the, the effort up to about five or six out of 10. If you have a 2K training pace, get to round about 2K plus 18, which is 18 seconds slower than the average 500 meter speed in your current two kilometer time trial. Now I realize that probably sounded like complete nonsense to some of you. Like what? <laughs> in which case, if you read the description to this video, it's got a better explanation of how you calculate your 2K training pace. Okay, so in three strokes time, two more, we're gonna do five powerful strokes. So here we go. Give it lots of power. Keep the stroke rate at 20. One more. And then just return back to that easier pace again. This will give your legs a good primer ready for the main session. One more. And let's go powerful again. And do keep those arms straight as you push with your legs. One more. Back down to that easy pace again. Even though this is about the muscles, your breathing rate should have got up by now. Let's do it again after this one. Nice and powerful. 
we don't have to worry about increasing stroke rate because we're going to do that gradually through today's main session anyway last one here we go nice and easy got one more of these to go two more one more five more powerful strokes here we go get that connection right so the handle snaps in at the same time that you push with your legs right let's paddle home nice easy pace two more now like I say that's us done with the warm-up if you want to carry on warming up to make sure that you are properly able to hit this main session and carry on rowing I'm about to describe what we're doing anyway so you might want to do a little bit of light rowing while I do that but just make sure and stop and have a drink before the main session okay then so today's session is 21 minute intervals with one minute rest in between and you're going to do these at max power however i am grouping them into sets of four you're going to start off at 24 strokes a minute then you're going to go up to 26 then 28 then 30 and then finish off with four uh, one minute intervals at 32 strokes a minute now the intention here is that you'll start off at your pace at the 24 and then as you go up to 26 strokes a minute you'll go a little bit faster how much well that depends what you're like but hopefully just by increasing stroke rate as long as you're putting max power from your legs you will go faster and then we'll see how we get on as we get through this workout and I'll of course talk to you about my thoughts about what's going to be happening as you get there but I might as well unpack all this stuff during the rest periods and during the row rather than just top loading it now with that information because we just want to get rowing don't we yes so before we start have a quick drink and we'll get in. So we're starting off at 24 strokes a minute. This is one stroke every two and a half seconds. And we're doing four of these, and I want you to put as much power as you can into the stroke as possible, okay? Here we go then, in three, two, one, go. So this is why in the warm-up, I was really on at you about getting your connection to the machine right so that as we start this workout you're able to put in that power you really should be hearing your machine screaming with the power as you lay into it okay eight more to go really push with the legs push connect with straight arms don't pull early three more one more one forty six average for my opening one to be honest I can't remember what I did the 24s at when they were a proper workout a smarter more professional person <laughs> but maybe you'll look that up before starting this okay with 30 seconds to go we'll have a quick drink and here we go 
and get ready for the next interval. Now again, if you want to protect your back from that first stroke, I want to do it on a moving flywheel. Start doing some light rowing now with 15 seconds to go, just to get that flywheel up rather than rowing from a stopped flywheel. So here we go, same again. Six, five, four, three, two, one, push. There is something to be said about that initial stroke and the power it takes to get up to speed instantly, being good training for a race start. But I'd rather you didn't risk injury if you thought that was a potential. Okay, 20 seconds. Four more strokes. Two more. One more. Now, I'm gonna be terribly rude and play the, this is my second tough session in a row. Whew. Card, just in case I slow down. <laughs> packed my excuse because of the weird injury I had and flopping session two and one this week. Have a drink. That means I did session one yesterday, which is a hard old row. I hope you'll agree. And then session three today. So, all right, 15 seconds to go. So this means my legs haven't had an extra row in between to recover, but we'll see how we get on. Six seconds until interval three. In three, two, one, go. <clears throat> Remember, the point here <clears throat> is to get the leg drive in powerfully as you push. You want to get that power in uninterrupted, which is why you hold that forwards tilt and straight arms until your legs are at least halfway through the drive, if you can. Four to go. Two more. Weirdly, it's my arms that are a little bit jelly-like today after doing two tough sessions in a row. Just from that hang off the handle, you still need a lot of power for that hang. Have a drink. To brace against the 
power going into the machine. And that's what feels a little bit weaker today after doing two tough sessions in a row. And I'm only three intervals in, <laughs> 15 seconds to go. Let's see how much complaining I can do <laughs> over the course of the rest of this. All right, last one at 24. In six, five, four, three, two, one, go. <clears throat> Hopefully you are <clears throat> relatively consistent across these. I think I've been about 146 and a half as my average so far. So take a note. Even if it's just what your average is for this one. Remember what it is. Four more. Four. Three. One more. So, my average. Yeah. One. 46 for that last one. I was 146 and 5.6, 46. So I'll say 146 is my average for the 24s. Have a drink. And then let's see if we can go on about second faster average in the 26s okay 15 seconds to go there's a chance it'll take a few strokes to get into the rhythm of 26 so don't be too hard on yourself if you don't quite hit your average five four three two one go <clears throat> I'm still 24, 25 right now. A bit faster. That's better. So far, I'm down at 142, which is quite a lot faster. Let's hope I'm not bitten off more than I can chew for the rest of the workout. 10 seconds. Two more. Last one. So, 143. Point one. So, by putting in the same kind of perceived effort into the stroke, but increasing to 26, rowing that three seconds average faster. Drink. 
Let's see what happens by the end of the 26s though. Whew. It's fun though, isn't it? Something about this is really addictive and fun. 15 seconds to go. Because it's all about max power. Okay, eight, six, four, three, two, one, go. <clears throat> so same again, 26, max power. <clears throat> Trying to focus on holding that forwards <clears throat> tilt at the front. Arms straight, fingers hooked over the handle. It's not a death grip. Come on. Less than 15 seconds to go. Two more. One more. Point one slower, but that's okay. I think I'm leaning back a little bit too soon on the drive, which is why I keep on talking about connection. Have a drink. Oh. Oops. Only six in. I'm already struggling for speech and breath in between. Oh. 16 seconds. 15 to go. Start that light rowing if you want to protect your back. Got two more at 26 in seven seconds. Five, four, three, two, one, go. How often it's the connection at the front that's the problem. You think it's about the back, but it can be because you're sliding too far forwards thinking that that will get you extra length when often it can rob you of that length as your backside escapes from under you three Two, one. Uh, point one again. Whew. Oh. Whew. One more. Had 26 to go. Look at my magic bottle. Woo. Uh, Woo. <laughs> Gives away the secrets of the fact I do this all on the green screen. Have a drink. 
because the lid to the bottle is green. I don't think I'm fooling anyone. Okay, 15 seconds to go. One more at 26. Hopefully you're in the same state as me. You end up out of breath, tired, but after the minute, right now you're good to go. Five, four, three, two, one, go. And that's kind of what the payoff in this session is, is about exposing yourself to discomfort and like my t-shirt says embracing it to get through each interval knowing that the minute rest coming up is enough right now to recover for the next one three more oh I must have miss, mistimed it because I was 143 the whole way and then must have got my stroke rate a little bit too fast and it held the last two seconds as free wheel and dropped me to 143.5 have a drink which is why in a race if you're rowing and you come in and you've only got 10 meters to go you could just free wheel at home but by heck you'd better push with those legs because how annoyed 15 seconds to go would you be if someone else beat you by 0.1 of a second because you didn't push talking to push let's get up to 28 next five four three two one go so a combination of more of a push from your legs to create a faster drive speed and the hands away and a faster recovery should be all you need to get your rate up to 28 almost there four to go two more last one starting to get spicy now isn't it once the rate goes up the cardio system starts to take a much bigger hit because we're doing four strokes a minute more than how we started drink 
One more, and we'll be halfway there, which is good news. Oh. Okay, 15 seconds to go for you light rowing folks. 10, six, five, four, three, two, one, go. Get that rate up. Remember, hands away, trigger your return. So hands go, and then your body tilts forwards. And then lastly is the bend of the knees. And that's crucial as the rate goes up. So as posture, tilt, backwards, forwards, backwards, forwards. Four, three, two, one. Ah. Whew. So just keep going with this at whatever max you can put in. Don't worry about 1k pace or 2k pace. Just keep pushing in your pace. 33, have a drink. And it may well be a point where the wheels come off and you can't go any faster, but that's okay. 15 seconds to go. That's what we're training for, is to expose ourselves to that, to try to push through. And if you don't, that's fair enough. You should always try. Five, four, three, two, one, go. You're here. Hopefully, to get faster, no matter what distance you're training for. And that comes from power, from fitness, but also mental strength. So that when the question is posed, four more, two more, when your body says, I'm tired, let's slow down, your answer is, don't worry, body. I've been here before. I've got this. And that's what today is about. Okay? Three seconds. Or 33. Have a drink. 
One, two, three, four, six, seven, eight, 12. One more. Is that right? 26, 28, 28, yeah, yeah. One more, 28. 15 seconds to go. Oh, had a bit of a brain fart there. Didn't trust that next is the last one. Five, four, three, two, one. Go. So last for the 28s. Hopefully you have set a consistent pace across these 28s, putting everything into it, not easing off. If you can go faster at the same rate, then go faster. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Oh, messed up. Didn't have that last joke that time. Now, I think it's fair to say my heart rate monitor is starting to give up the ghost. Because it had me at 130 or 137 for most of that. Watch is a lot higher. So it's time to go shopping for a new heart rate monitor. Drink. Change the battery in this one and it's still playing up so time to retire it. Five or 15 sorry. So we're up to 30 next. One stroke every two seconds. Can you go faster? Five, three, two, one, go. That was a slow opening stroke for me. My average for the 28 was around 141. So ideally, I want to be closer to 140 for my average on these 30s. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh. Ah. Forty point four. That's okay. If you had any doubt that this was a top intensity workout, hopefully that doubt is gone by now. 
four, breathe. Get the oxygen in and the CO2 out. 15 seconds to go. 10, six, five, four, three, two, one. Push. Remember, breathing rhythm is so important on this kind of effort. If you want to get the oxygen in, but it needs time for the CO2 to transfer and come out, which is why you want controlled breathing. Four, three, two, one. Uh, easier said than done when I'm talking, but actually those short holds of my breath help that transfer, I believe. Have a drink. One more, and we'll be three quarters of the way there. 15 seconds to go. Keep it going. Eight, six, four, three, two, one. Push. And don't let fatigue ruin your technique. Often, as you get fatigued, it's easy to start grabbing early or <clears throat> finishing too high or lunging too far forwards. Keep your angles and your posture. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh. That was a little slower. 40.7. One more at 30. And then the last four are up at 32. Have a drink.
Uh, Catch your breath. Fifteen seconds to go. Ten. One more at thirty. Three, two, one, go. Keep your rhythm. Nice and smooth. 30. There's a bit like one second drive. One second recover. So get those hands away to start that recovery and keep your pace high with a high rate five four three two one oh I think I just crossed a line cardio-wise. Four more. Try everything to keep your technique right. Have a drink. Attempt to go a little bit faster at 32. I think I was about 140 and a half average, 15 seconds. So if I can try and get under that, I'll be happy. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, go. Remember, hands away and no pause at either end of the stroke. That is what's key to rate and pace. Ten. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Oh. Whew. One. Thirty-nine point seven. But I paid for it. Three more to go. Wow. Have a drink. 
I'm trying not to hyperventilate. 15 to go. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Come on, push. Keep it fast, powerful, but controlled. Remember, you still want to pull to a finish, but you're not pulling from the front. You're just bracing against the leg power. Five, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Oh. Now, every fiber in my body is saying, slow down. But this is where your speed is built. Have a drink. Over those tough stages of your row is continuing on. 15 seconds. Two more intervals. We've got this. Six, four, three, two, one. Push. Remember, hook those fingers over the handle. You're not trying to kill it. You're hanging off it. Fifteen. Come on, 10. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Oh, uh, I often say uh, that the second last is the toughest. So that's reflected by the one 40.4. Oh, I just slowed to. So let's see if we can make up for it in our last one minute interval. 
Whew. 15. Oh. Sweet, sweet last minute. In seven, five, four, three, two, one. Push. <clears throat> Count down to 32. If you want. <clears throat> Can you go faster? Push. Four. Three. Two. One. One second. Hopefully, you don't need me to be talking right now because you are in a similar state as me. Well, Argzone had me at 92% of max at the end. I didn't really check what my watch said, but certainly think I would have been up there. Surprised it was only 92 though, so like I say, it's probably time to go shopping for a new heart rate monitor. I might get a different one rather than and where are we? There you go, three minute cooldown. Rather than going cheap, which is what I did last time, I might go a bit more pricey this time. Who knows? I'll take a look around and see what's available. But this Power Labs one I've been using has lasted well. It's a good couple of years, I think. I do wonder whether constantly hitting the handle off it at the back is what. But then it's still, it's reading 101 right now as is my watch. So maybe it just doesn't like the high intensity and the handle hitting off it. Maybe that's the problem. The higher rate or heart rate, and then that hit. So every time I hit it, in fact, what was it? Yeah, it was about 30-ish was the discrepancy. So it's almost like every time I hit the handle off the heart rate monitor, it skipped that on its reading. Hmm, maybe I don't need a new one. Maybe I'll do a low rate test tomorrow before I go shopping. So sorry, three minute cool down. Hopefully this has given you enough time to have a drink of water and stuff anyway. So we're gonna do the first minute at a relatively easy pace, and then we're gonna do our single leg stuff. But if you wanna just do the whole three minutes at a single, uh, easy pace, please do. So here we go in three, two, one, go. 
So by easy pace, really what I'm saying is just a little bit faster than you started the warm-up. If you have a 2K training pace, I recommend 2K plus 30. Which for me is bang on 215 pace right now. Although uh, the jury's still out as to whether my 2K pace is actually 145. I know I've got the power in me and possibly the fitness, but I don't know if I have the desire. And that is what a session like today was about. So apart from the opening 24, oh, hang on, take one four foot out, put it on the ground. Sorry, single leg rowing. I'll continue my rant after we've done these drills. So carry on rowing with one leg strapped in. Whew. That was a quick change out. And try and keep that tilt forwards and backwards. One o'clock forwards, 11 o'clock backwards. Let's swap feet. Short change the first time a little bit, I think. Ah, can't get in on that one. This just opens your hips up. Also helps you just ease off a little bit more in terms of a cool down, because the intensity now is a lot less. And then in three strokes time, we'll put both feet back in, but don't worry about tightening your straps yet. So here we go, both feet back in, legs straight, and roll with your back and arms. And if you get this right, your feet shouldn't need to brace against the straps at all, because you swing over your back, pull in your arms, and by the time you get to the back, all the momentum is gone. And then all you have to do is push your hands forwards and tilt over your back again to get into that lean. And hopefully this will teach you that you don't need to use your straps. Okay, now let's roll to the front, tighten those straps now. Arms straight, forward tilt, and just press out. Press, not hard. I just want you to get used to the feeling of pushing and holding. So whatever power is light enough that you can connect your feet to the handle, hold the forward lean and, and hand straight, and not have to recoil. So I want you to practice this. Okay, I mean, that's the end of the cooldown, but you could stick on something at your kind of monitor height and just do this for like five minutes, practicing that bite at the front as you connect. So bite as your feet push, but you hold this forwards lean, straight arms. And like I said, in week three, session one, you want your shoulders to be forwards. You're not set back into your sockets, you're forwards. The difference in length between back in your sockets and then out. Okay, so and that also promotes being up in your ears if you've got your shoulders back. So nice and forwards. The difference in length, if I was just sitting normally, say, so hang on. This is me sitting normally. So if I raise my arms, still normally, even if I tilt forwards, okay, and then the difference here in length, and that's length 
that's free length that you want. You don't want to make up for it at the back. Ah, oh, right. Sorry, stretching next. If you're still here, but you're not going to actually stretch with me, then please make sure and at least do your hamstrings and your quads. Not in the shower, though, because I don't want you to fall over and hurt yourself. Okay, that's the caveat. Uh, for those folks that enjoy Stretchy John, there he is. And then we can do some on the rower stretching in case you don't have a stretching mat near you. So put your feet back in, straps should still be loose, hands in the air, fold forwards, okay? Keep those legs nice and straight. Don't lock your knees down, but at the same time, don't put a big bend in them, okay? There's a fine line that you'll find where you'll, you'll get this right, the angles of your feet, how much of a bend you have in your legs, all that kind of stuff. And you'll hit that sweet spot where you go, oh, that's right in my hamstrings, okay? How much you fold forwards. And remember, you are folding your upper body down, okay? You're not, okay, because of my elbow, I can't do that. But you're, you're not rounding and slumping forwards, okay? It's not about this. That gives me no stretch into my hamstrings at all. Up, fold forwards, okay? Right, uh, what's next? Oh yeah, glutes. So, one leg up on the rail, the other foot comes over into the crook of your knee, push that knee across your body, hold on to it, and then rotate into your glute, okay? And that, if you get the rotation right and your angles right again, how high your foot is and things, and you just put in sometimes just a little bit more of a rotation, and you suddenly go, oh, that's the point, that's it. That's the fella. You're like, oh, that's it, that's the stretch I was looking for. Now, of course, I'm racing through these. Oh yeah, I didn't take my plaster off. <laughs> Hope that wasn't flamming around, flapping around. Cut myself. <laughs> Cut myself shaving my leg. No, I didn't. I don't shave my legs. Um, I, was, I bought a secondhand treadmill so that I can do some running inside because running on the road, weirdly, um, I get a calf strain when I run on the road. And I don't know if it's something to do with the uneven of pavements or, or whatever, but I always get a calf strain in my left leg when I go out for a run on the road, whereas I don't on a treadmill. So someone was selling a cheap treadmill and I bought it. Uh, and then as I was bringing it into the house, I kind of walked into it and poor me, cut my leg. Uh, what are we next? Oh yeah, quads. So apologies if you were captivated by the flapping plaster during all of those rows. So flick your heel up and pull on it so that it touches your backside. Try and keep a straight line between your shoulder, your hips, and your knee as the starting point. And then as you pull your foot closer into your backside, you should feel your quad getting the stretch rather than your hamstrings, okay? So what, what am I saying? Hip flexors, they both begin with H. <laughs> uh, um, sorry, I'm trying not to lean on the non-existent green screen wall because that'll then mess up all the depth perception if I suddenly steady myself on whatever it is in the background, you'll be like, hang on, there's nothing for him to press onto there. I should get more creative with my backgrounds, really, shouldn't I? Rather than just having a room or a gym or whatever, I should just, I don't know. I did a nice one for Halloween last year. So, right, we're gonna do hip flexors next. So I'm gonna do the knee on the ground one first. So knee on the ground, 90 degree angle, other knee up, 90 degree angle, push this hip forwards and your other knee then goes over your ankle. And if you have a good posture again, that pushing forwards should stretch the top of like where your hips are basically. Funnily enough, where your hip flexor is. And that gives that a nice little stretch. 
Uh, now remember, I've not spoken about him for a while, but Jeff Cavalier at Athlean X does have a very good video about do you actually need to stretch your hip flexors or is, is it something else that's causing a problem if you're feeling tight? So, for the other one, we'll do the knee off the ground. So get into the same position, just, well, you don't have to, but this is kind of the, the way to look at it is I'm in the same position, but if I lift my knee off the ground, okay, I have to step forward a little bit to make up for the shortfall. And then if I just hold a lunge on my other leg and push the, that hip forwards, I can hold my knee off the ground and still get a hip flexor stretch. Now, the only problem is, is that I'm putting a lot of force into the, into the leg that I'm lunging forwards onto. And it doesn't feel quite as accurate for me in terms of how much of a stretch I'm getting. Um, or is accurate, effective, that's the word I'm looking for. But if you don't have the option to put your knee on the ground, that's better than not doing anything. Shoulders next, hands straight in front of you. Bring it across your body. Use your other arm to kind of pull it even further across and rotate. And again, just find just spinning round and then rotating against it. Is that better? Is rotating away and pulling it more, is that better? You'll find what works best for you, okay? So this is all about currently what's best for me, for me to be honest, because this is how I stretch. So you know what works for you. You know the best stretches. Swap arms, the best stretches that you need to do, the best stretches that are the most effective for you. Maybe you've got a better hamstring stretch um, than either Stretchy John or me here is showing you, or maybe you've got a better quad stretch. In fact, let me know. I always just mix it up while I'm doing these. I'm constantly doing these on the on the rower ones, so I could mix it up and do some other ones. So there we go. So forearms next. Put your hands together. Push them together. Okay, so you are pushing, and then bring them down in front of you, and carry on pushing them together. And that will put a stretch underneath, on the like the inside underneath of your forearms. And your finger, if you're pushing as well, your fingers should get a little stretch as well. Which, having been hooked over the handle for so long especially for today's kind of row that was like a full max effort one. Um, your, your fingers can sometimes get a little bit crampy and hurt. So that helps your forearms in there and your fingers, funnily enough, then. So triceps next, get this hand, put it round down your spine, elbow straight up in the air, and then use your other arm to kind of pull it even further back, okay? Um, even the fact that when I let go, it comes forward that much kind of says how inflexible my triceps and shoulders are the fact that they're just constantly tight so maybe i'm not doing these right maybe i need to look for a better tricep stretch uh one of i'm pretty sure that lap one that i keep on bringing up and never find i've never found again pretty sure that hit my triceps as well but yeah i'll, I'll maybe try and look for a better tricep stretch because yeah if that's all i can manage i'm sure i've got very tight triceps sorry for the podcast folks i just swapped arms keep forgetting about you guys but then to be fair, this section's probably pretty lost on you <laughs> when I'm like, right, look, look at this. And you're listening to it in the podcast going, I can't see you, you big doofus. Which is why you should check out the YouTube videos. <laughs> there we go. There's a hard sell for you. Uh, done the end of the biceps for our last one. This is where you pretend to be Eddie the Eagle Edwards. There's a very old reference, but ski jumping. Uh, or, hey, we could be cool. We could say this is how the Red Bull... Flyers fly, isn't it? Hands out behind them with the big wings. So let's, yeah, we're gonna update it and say you're a Red Bull flyer, not Eddie the Eagle Edwards. Oh. Oh. And then, sorry, and then, <laughs> I completely forgot the whole point of this, this stretch. So hands behind you and rotate your thumbs outwards if you've, ne if you've never done these before. You're like, uh, what, how's that stretching my biceps? By rotating your thumbs outwards, that then stretches the long head of your bicep. 
I'm kind of, I do feel like it's tightening up my triceps still doing that a little bit. Um, yeah, that kind of twist does tend to, let's see. Yeah, so maybe that's why. As much as I'm stretching my triceps, I then do the biceps afterwards and then completely tighten them back up again. Quick stretch just to finish. Hey. Oh. Right, so I was saying about uh, the 2K thing before I suddenly had to de-strap um, to do the single leg thing, but um, that's kind of the point of today's, hang on, what's my watch telling me? I'll give you a rundown. So today, for calories, I will get to my point, don't worry. For calories, total calories burnt on today's workout, that's including uh, warm-up, main session, and cool-down, total calories, 589, active calories, 478. So that's what, I'm trying to think back to how many was in the cookie that I burnt. Is that like two cookies uh, just from doing today? And remember, this is a top-end, like high-intensity one. So um, it's a great calorie-burning workout. I'm going to also have that kind of after-effect, that kind of after-burn because of how, how my heart rate's been up and down, there'll also be some free calories burnt at the end of it as well. But you can't just get used to doing this kind of a workout, that these long, slow rows also help, and they kind of destabilize that kind of metabolic, metabolic adaptation of which I've already ranted and raved about, so I won't do that again. But yeah, so the 2K, my basic problem right now is that when I think about 2K and trying to hold pace, even 145 pace for the full 2K, Part of me just kind of thinks I'm just not ready for that from a mental point of view of just holding, pushing through that intensity when it starts to get tough. But that's what today's row was about, okay? So um, had I thought about how it was going to feel for those last, say, three, four intervals once we got to 32, had I put enough thought into that um, beforehand, had I known that's how it was going to feel, I probably would have gone and gone, oh, I don't want to do this. But because it was a fact, today's session was like boiling a frog. You know the whole thing about if you put a frog into boiling hot water, it'll instantly just jump straight back out. Whereas if you put it into a pan of cold water and gra gradually bring it up to a boil, the frog will stay in there and it'll, but don't boil a frog, okay? Poor frog, save the frogs. Um, but you get what I mean. And it's the same with today. By starting off at the 24 strokes a minute and putting in max power, you're getting the power workout from your legs um, down at that low rate. But then by gradually increasing, so, there's so much value in there. There's a value that you're continuing to put in power. There's a value that you're teaching yourself how to control your stroke rate, how to add just a little bit more, a little bit more, and you get to know, like, so maybe you're not used to rowing um, and just going, going up that little bit faster. Maybe you've never rowed at 32 strokes a minute before. And by just adding two each time, you're like, wow, I've got this. But the big thing is that by getting that intensity hard, like harder and harder as you get through the session, you've not boiled the frog by chucking into... Well, like, had we started at 32 strokes a minute, straight off the bat, um, full whack, and I'd said to you, right, we're going to do 20 of these, <laughs> even I would have gone like, eh, no, I'm not doing that. That's going to be hell, especially with only one minute rest. But by getting there, with the intensity, the actual effort level was 10 out of 10 from start to finish. But because of that shift between your 10 out of 10 from your legs as to start and your cardio's, or, or say you mean like 9 out of 10 from legs, 1 out of 10 cardio. And then as you go through the workout, your leg power is still continuing to go really hard, but your cardio is working harder and harder. And then you hit that balance where you're pushing as hard as you can with your legs and you're working as hard as you can from a cardio point of view. And that's what happened with me on the 32s at the end. I could not have put anything more into uh, the end of that by the point we'd gone through those 20 intervals and stuff. So that's what that kind of a session is, is about. It's about teaching you, like I say, to embrace the discomfort, okay? It's about pushing through when it gets tough and that's what you need to do on your 500 your 2k your 1k your whatever or even like a, a 10k and stuff by the time you get to the sharp end of a 5k or a 10k you're breathing out your eyes and, and trying to um, get to a finish you still need to be able to embrace the discomfort at that point 
There we go. That's my rant. So there you go. I hope you enjoyed week three, session three. Woohoo! We're back on track. It's back in the right order again. So um, the next session will be week three, session four, funnily enough. And I'll be back down to a bottom tier workout now uh, for this week. Although it's a, a low intensity bottom tier, the duration's up. I think if I can remember right, it's three times 15 minutes. So it's 45 minutes worth of rowing. So it's still going to be up there from a kind of a, you're going to be putting in quite a lot of effort because it's 45 minutes worth of rowing, but it's not going to be anywhere near the intensity that today was. I'll give you a chance to just just kind of refine that petrol tank ready for week three session five and then our week will be over but remember to factor in a rest day if you need a rest day after today regardless of whether week three session four is a lower intensity one or not take that rest day listen to your body don't listen to your diary okay um in fact let's have that as the hashtag the nice wee hashtag i throw out as we get to the end uh just to prove that you got this far it's just listen to your body okay because that's important. You need to do what your body wants. If you're feeling fatigued, it's then you say, I'll take a rest day, okay? The only time that you don't really do that is on race day. You can't go, oh, I'll feel a bit fatigued, I'll race tomorrow. <laughs> that's not gonna work. So thanks so much for being here and putting up with this. I hope you enjoyed this. Whether you did it as part of the 1K plan or whether you just did it as a standalone row, it's an amazing workout, okay? And I really hope that other people will find this row other than just the 1K plan. People I might even kind of adjust the thumbnail and not mention the 1K plan. Um, just to try and draw people in, if I can try and think of a decent title for it, to try and get other people, because this is such an effective workout, because it takes you up through the rates and it takes you through, I've been there before. So please look after yourselves. I will see you in one of the many, 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 many 400 plus uh, workouts I have up here on my channel entirely for free. I do not charge you a penny. Yes, I have the Patreon thing, and yes, I have the PayPal donate thing, but I will never say to you, in order to watch my videos, you have to give me money. That's just not going to happen, okay? So uh, these are all here for you for free, all grouped up as plans, as, as um, series, as, as, as whatever, just for you to row along to. So I do hope you enjoy them. Let me know in the comments or emails or whatever, whether you are, if there's anything else you'd like, if you'd like to do some requests, then please do, and I'll try and fit in whatever it is that you'd like to see, because of course, I'm just trying to get people to watch these and row along with me. That's all that matters, all right? So until that kind of a video happens, uh, look after yourselves. Take care. Be well. Bye-bye. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com.